and welcome to the Feedback Force podcast, the game design analysis podcast of the End Defender community. I'm Kelso. And I'm Kyla. And I'm Carl. And we're back. We're back. We're back for sort of a sleepy Sunday morning. Sleepy Sunday episode. We're I mean... trying a new time slot <clears throat> based on uh, based on our experience last time. We're trying a new time slot where we record earlier on Sundays. Um because uh, we want to make things a little easier on Carl, so he's not recording until, like, midnight or whatever. Yes. This works really well for me because it's noon here also. Oh, yeah, perfect timing for you. And, like, it is... the, the later time slot would be like, okay, podcast is done, now i got to go make dinner. Yeah. But This, oh, one, this one is 9, 9 a.m. for me, so it just ends around lunchtime. Yeah. Uh... Which is, which, it's fine to go and make lunch. Usually I don't do anything very intensive for lunch, so. Yeah. I was eating garlic bread for my lunch right before we started. And that's, that's like that's the so easiest good. thing you can do. I love garlic bread. I, I didn't want to, like, have a full breakfast where I, like, poured cereal out and had milk and everything. This is literally how lazy I am in the morning. Um, like, too, too much effort to pour out cereal. What do I have that's like literal snack food that I can just munch for breakfast? So I had a single baby bell cheese and like three potato chips, which is not a good breakfast, but hopefully will tide me over to lunch. Yeah, baby bell cheeses are so good though. Uh, uh yeah, this one was um like, uh, what month is it now? Uh, July, like seven months past the expiration date. Huh. Um. Look, so I mean, they're in did, the wax. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but, like, I was going to have all three of the ones I had left, but I ate the first one and it had, like, a weird, musty aftertaste. So I'm like, oh. maybe I will not eat the other two of these. Oh, no. Yeah. It's probably fine. Pro- I mean, probably. Probably that won't kill me. Probably. <laughs> Hopefully, at least. Yep. Uh, Anyone do anything interesting in the past uh, past few weeks? No, not at all. <laughs> I um, not even a No, the only like what the only thing that I even like feel feel like I can talk about is my so my boyfriend bought uh, on the PSN because it was on sale. He bought the Nathan Drake collection, the first three Uncharted games. Um, and I had played the like previously I had played like most of the first game and I had watched an ex-boyfriend play all of the second game more than once and I had never seen or touched the third game or the fourth one which he also bought separately so I've been playing the Uncharted games and boy they're pretty fun I think I have just Uncharted 3 standalone that I happen to win uh, in a thing, in like a game jam thing. Oh. And I've never played it. <laughs> nice. Is it, is it, how narrative is it? Would I be okay just playing the third one having never played anything else in the series? Uh. Probably not. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Like, all, basically, I think there's like one, like, every game sort of has a new like villain antagonist character but i think out of all of your like the you know main and supporting cast there's like one character that 
isn't in a previous game out of like five. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. backstory to be had. Yeah. All right. That's good to know, I guess. Uh, I got onto the beta for uh, a game called Round Guard, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, they are. So, as people may or may not know, uh, I've been working on a game called Wintermore Tactics Club, and we exhibit at um, some shows and things. We went to Six, which is Seattle Indies Expo, um, and we were at. What was the other one we were at? We were at, uh, oh, the GDC uh, Indie Mega Booth, I think, was the other one we were at. Nice. Um, and, and then we were at this really weird pocket gamer, like, U.S. and Europe conference thing that hap- that was <laughs> held here in Seattle that was, like, I don't know. It's a bizarre tiny conference. But anyway, at a couple of these conferences, uh, we have been – we've had a booth uh, nearby Round Guard. Uh, and I haven't been exhibiting, but one of my uh, fellow devs was like, Kyla, I keep seeing this game, and you need to try it, because you have like 400 hours or 800 hours or whatever it is in Peggle, and this is basically like RPG Peggle. Uh, and I'm like, that sounds intriguing <laughs> to me. And so, uh, yeah, I got myself in the beta yesterday. Nice. I'm looking at screenshots. I, uh... It looks... yeah. It looks good. It like Arcane Golf. <laughs> well, to some it's extent. better than Arcane Golf. I mean, Peggle is Peggle is at least fun. I like Peggle quite a bit. So. Yeah. So we'll see. I have not tried it yet. Um, nice. But uh, I I am excited to to see what comes of it. Um, Hopefully it's good. If it's good, I'll let you guys know. Maybe once it actually comes out, we can play it for the pod. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that's probably like the only vaguely interesting news I have over the past week. Nice. Yeah, it's been pretty... It's been like so flippin' hot here. Uh, Like it was like over 100 degrees yesterday with, you know, heat index. So I... mm, like, I had to go outside yesterday because I had to, like, buy cat food and I had to get my, my bangs trimmed. And man, was it unpleasant even just being outside for, like, <laughs> a minute and a half. Oh, boy. So I've been sitting inside with the air conditioning turned down very low. <laughs> the... so. I am doing my, like, annual work trip to... Uh, Arizona in a not this coming week but the following week so you know Arizona in late July early August so that's gonna be last time I was there it was I think 110 degrees oh yeah the time you basically got heat stroke yeah yeah the time I went to the uh, botanical garden and more or less got heat stroke um I think I avoided the heat stroke I think I nearly got heat stroke yeah. But yeah, I'm doing that again. So uh, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> Be careful. Decide to skip summer. I wish. Uh, not no. I don't wish. Because, uh, yeah. Like as 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 hot as it gets, even here in Seattle, um, I, I this is the only time of year I get any sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> and I would not give 
it's pretty that bad is. in the, in the su- or in the winter with regards to sunlight you can take up there. Pills for that. <laughs> yeah, they say that, and I have like one of those lamps. Yeah. That's supposed to be for the thing, but it's there's not really a substitute to getting to see, uh, the sun. I get very sad when I don't get to see the sun. I I almost like my like years and years ago I had a I went to a doctor who suggested the lamp just like as a like as a thing for ADD she's like it can help people with ADD too and I was like huh that's interesting and my mom happened to have one and she was like if you want this you can have it and I just never got it from her uh, <laughs> which I I mean it was it was kind of bulky so I just didn't bring it with me but. I don't know. The lamp might be good to have. Some I like. I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, man, I wish I had that lamp. My mom also offered me her uh, KitchenAid stand mixer. She's like, we bought it, and I've I've used it like twice, <laughs> and I also forgot to bring that, which would have been really good to have. But I was gonna say, are you the sort of person who would use it more than twice, or would you also just use it twice? Yeah, no, know? I I like when I moved here, I was doing like before I before I was employed, I was doing a whole lot of baking, and it would have been really helpful to have like making bread. Just, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where like it makes so, stuff so much easier. Yeah, and yeah. I I would really like to get yeah. like the the meat grinder attachment and like I'm gonna make my mm. own sausages and stuff. I think there's like a pasta roller attachment. Too. Yeah, there is. Like all the attachments are super expensive, but yeah. probably worth it if you do that one specific thing a lot. Yeah, I mean a, a KitchenAid stand mixer is like one of those fundamental kitchen kitchen things where like if you're at all serious about cooking it's like a thing that you really ought to have yeah it's a sign of becoming an adult yeah i don't know yeah exactly it's owning a stand mixer yeah so i don't know maybe next time i go to colorado i'll figure out a way to get the kitchen aid but for now i'll, I'll just i'll i will merely dream about it <laughs> we have had one I think we got it as like a like a wedding gift or a wedding anniversary gift um, from from my husband's uh, parents and man I use that thing a lot we, we've been using it to make mashed potatoes oh um, yeah because if you use the whisk attachment to mash your potatoes you get just the fluffiest potatoes it's amazing nice yeah i've always and it's a lot less work i've always thought about getting <laughs> regular magic. yeah i've always thought about getting like a potato ricer because that's supposed to be like the, the chef kiss way of making mashed potatoes yeah, but i've used i've used that in the past i think i actually have one of those um and it's it's also the, the the thing my mom uses to make her potatoes. I think it's okay if you get a good one, but it's hard to find a good quality one. It's like garlic mashers in that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, there's so many just really shitty garlic mashers out yes. there. I had one um, once that I got from Ikea, and it literally just broke. Like, the yeah. handle just snapped because I, I used it. So yeah. I, I, just chop, I just chop my garlic now, man. I just chop so it. What, so what Huck and I ended up doing was we bought a ceramic mortar and pestle, and we grind our garlic now. Oh, yeah. That would work, too. Yeah. I mean, so. if you're going to get something like that, you need to be able to clean it easily. 
Yeah. Or else I'm not using it. Yeah, I mean, this one you can pretty much just rinse and it's fine. Like, uh, or dishwash. Like, it's, it's a, I think we got it from, like, Target. <laughs> you know, like, a big store. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, it was super cheap, but it's actually been, like, surprisingly effective. I think it's the only thing we use that mortar and pestle for, too, because, like, we don't actually need it. We don't, what, what are we going to grind in a mortar and pestle? What are we going to grind our own spices? Like, we yeah. just buy, buy bottled spices. But, yeah, no, we just use it for mashing garlic, and it's actually, like, amazingly effective. So. I know my parents have a mortar and pestle, and I feel like, at one point, I feel like my stepdad, like, used it all the time to... Oh, he had this recipe for, like, rosemary potatoes, or he would steam potatoes and then, like, saute them in garlic and rosemary and olive oil until they got super crispy. And he would use, like, dried whole rosemary, so it was just, like, the little rosemary needles, and he would always, like, grind the rosemary. <laughs> like, you could just buy ground rosemary. ground rosemary, but whatever. Yeah, oh, man, those I potatoes mean... are super good, though. That does sound yeah. amazing. Hard recommend on that, for sure. Little red potatoes and, like, cut them into quarters or halves or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have one, but I, uh, but it's at my parents' home, I think. Because I, when I moved, I kind of just stuffed a bunch of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot a bunch. I forgot a bunch of stuff, like, when I moved and... out here, so... I feel it. It's something that I never ever use. So. Yeah. Well, you didn't know you could mash garlic with it, though. I bet. Uh, mm, I can use a I, knife. Yeah. I mean, it's fine if you slice your garlic small. <laughs> like you chop your garlic small, like that's also okay. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to slice the garlic pretty small to 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 properly mortar and pestle it anyway. Um. It just, like, you get an, a bunch of additional flavor because you get all the juices mashed, which is nice. Juices. Yes. Oh, man. Potatoes are, like, my favorite food in the world. Potatoes uh, are so good. This I is a cooking potatoes. podcast. What? Carl. Carl, I thought I, potatoes my, were, like, I thought... parents loved potatoes. That was, like, the only thing I ate growing up. I thought that, like, boiled potatoes were, like, Swedish staple food. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> no, who who likes their staple foods, honestly? Um, actually me. Yeah. It's usually me. Um, as long as it's not meat based. Uh like a mash a mash is really good, but it also like it's too much work. I'm yeah. Lazy. Yeah, and I can see like I I have a weird thing where I don't like pizza um, and it's because I think I had it too much in my childhood whereas like this you know having the same pizza for you know a meal like every day in a week it's like you know maybe I'll just not eat this anymore yeah that's I had I, I, I had a long period of time where I didn't like grilled cheese sandwiches because I guess I had too many grilled cheese sandwiches in a short period of time as a kid um I, I, I have recalibrated myself, and grilled cheeses are fine, but I don't eat them that often anymore. Yeah, that's important to pace oneself. Uh, I've had a lot of potatoes recent, mashed potatoes recently because we, like, we just made it as part of a meal, and then I made shepherd's pie, which also has mashed potatoes on mm -hmm. top. So, yeah. 
I should probably lay off the mashed potatoes for a little bit. Um, but maybe I won't. We'll see. Yeah. It's, anyway. It's hard to is, resist the siren song of potatoes. This is, this is probably, like, not the most entertaining podcasting for folks. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, people <laughs> who are listening that we're... It Maybe it's just because, like... Kelso's like just just after lunch and I'm like just after breakfast and we're kind of just in a food like mood. <laughs> yes. Food mood. Food mood. Anyway, let's talk about a game. We played a game, we should talk about it. Yeah, we did play a game. Uh we played Hypnospace Outlaw, which is a game uh by Tender Shoot and No More Robots. And uh, I liked it, but I I suggested it. So <laughs> yes. by the by the person who made Dropsy, is that yes. a, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's, something. yeah, that's what that's exactly what I said. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure it explains a lot, but well, to me, I was like, uh, they're both weird. That, like, oh yeah, that's the guy who made Dropsy, right? And I'm like. Oh, that's why Kelso picked this game. <laughs> I I backed this game on Kickstarter. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Did yeah? Did you see my name in the Kickstarter backers list? Oh, I didn't look. I should check. It's fine. It, it just it's just there. I'm on the list. <laughs> oh. And I'm in the game. And you are in the game. Yes, Carl. We found out today is mysteriously in this game. Um. Yeah, so it's it's uh, her story meets Papers, Please, set entirely in the 90s internet. Yes. Uh, if you want the most indie game description possible. Yeah, really. I, I hate this because that's like the perfect pitch for it, but like most, the average person I would pitch that to has never heard of those games, uh, or at least has never heard of her story. Yeah. Which, also, by the way, I don't know if it's out yet, but the, they, um, the people who made her story have made or are making another game. In the same I don't format? Think it's out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is either. Um, oh, it was, uh, they were showing it off on E3, I think. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, it's another FMV game. I don't think it's, like, related. Uh, hang on. Uh, okay, it's called Telling Lies, and it comes out this year. Well, I am I am willing to give them a second shot on the strength of their previous work. Yeah. Anyway, that was a total aside. I just you said her story, and it was like, oh, ping! I remembered something. Yep. So yeah, like her story, this is a game that involves like searching through an archive of information in order to try and piece things together. Um, and like Papers, Please, it's a game where you are you are given somewhat arbitrary enforcement over a set of rules, uh, and you, you wield power in a tiny sort of petty way. Yes. Um, except instead of being a border guard, you are uh, an internet mod. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically you are... So, Hypnospace is, um, in-universe, it's referred to as sleep-time computing, and there are several, uh, at least two that we are told of, uh, competing services, and basically you 
uh, to access Hypnospace, you put on a little headband, which it's great. They, there's a little FMV cutscene, and it's just like a woman. Uh, actually, I I think in the credits, I think that's Jay Tolan's wife. Uh, yeah, who puts on the headband. It's just like a little like a, a regular like sweatband workout, but there's a little <laughs> Hypnospace logo like taped into the center. You put on the headband, and as you sleep, it allows you to like access a a sort of closed internet um you're just in there while you sleep so there are like separate sort of communities like there's teen topia where all the cool teens hang out and uh uh good time valley which is where all of the boomers live um and 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 you are signed on as an enforcer which means that you have to uh enforce basically the the terms and serve or terms and conditions so you have to um like stamp out uh, copyright infringement um yes the uh the the informational video tells you to remember mm-hmm. chime chime as the uh the the acronym for um for memorizing like what all the infringements are yeah so it's so, it's copyright infringement harassment mm-hmm. Uh, what's the I? Illegal, uh... Oh, illegal or, like... something, yeah. It was, yeah, Yeah, it was, like, illegal or disturbing, um, like, shock imagery. M was... Malicious software. Yeah, malicious Uh software. And E is extra-legal content. So the game has its own... Extra-legal commerce. Yeah, commerce. So the Hypnospace has its own form of currency called Hypnocoins, and there are other payment processors basically that are not allowed on hypnospace so you have to go in and find those and say yeah nope because hypnocoin is a one-way currency that is not uh, ex- uh, exchangeable for real money yes so they don't want people using stuff that you could actually get paid and consequently uh, your... as an enforcer you only get paid in hypnocoin <laughs> yeah uh yeah also you need to remember shine because otherwise you mix them up and be stuck for like four hours. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So I I sort of took notes. I just have like a list of the main like cases, I guess, and story beats and stuff. Yeah, so... I was gonna say that the game is divided into like four different uh, like time periods. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you start your Enforcer gig on, like, November 5th, I think, 1999, uh, and you get your first case, and it's it's a copyright infringement um, case Ugh, where, where people are posting images of, like, a 1960s detective fish cartoon called Gumshoe Gooper. Um, and you basically just have to go out, like, I think the first website you see is, like, a lady, she's like, I'm a first grade teacher! I love my students. Here's my gumshoe gooper page. And you just go through and like click on every image and report it. And eventually, eventually that user has enough violations that you like report the user. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and wait, could you report the like painting or the drawings? Uh, all of them, but one, I think there's one that like doesn't work when you try to report it. 
Oh, I didn't report the little kids fan art because I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. That's fan art. That's right. legal. I, let me only report like the actual image uses. That's super sad. Yeah. <laughs> but... Also, I at that point I still thought there was like a penalty for reporting wrong stuff. Oh yeah, there's not. You just get a little like pop up that's like, don't use bandwidth on on reporting things that are on false reports. Yep. Um. Yeah, you can report the uh, the children's drawings, and then uh, at a later date, after you've made all these reports, like people start getting pissed off, and so they band together as like the the stand with Gooper web ring, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you can report you can report the stand with Gooper buttons too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you can report everything related to. They're like, we should be able to post pictures of this old thing, and I'm like, listen, I don't know what to tell you guys. We literally got a like thing from the copyright owner that says don't post these things. Like, yeah. My hands are tied. I love I just, like keep posting. I get more money. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I get money every time I report one of these. Keep going. I just I love the text on the websites. One of them is like, my brother is a lawyer, and he says there's no reason we can't post pictures of Gooper. <laughs> yeah. This is if there's one thing this game does well, it's evoking the like tone of the '90s internet in its content. Yeah. How how basically everything is hearsay. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, so after that, you get a harassment case, uh, and there's a user called Zane Rocks 14, uh, who is engaging in. Old boy. Yeah. yeah. He's 15. Yeah. <laughs> there's a part on his website where it's like, I made my account when I was 14, but now I'm 15 and I can't change it. Mm-hmm. Um, who is engaging in targeted harassment. Um, and this is where you are sort of introduced to the concept of unlisted pages. So you have a search function, um, but not every page, like, with those tags will show up, because some pages are just unlisted. You have to, like, you have to access a link to find it, um, so you or find... Or you have to search a very specific term. Yeah. Um, so you have to basically travel from... Zane's homepage to like an unlisted part of Hypnospace called the Dumpster, which is just where people shit all over other users, and yeah. and you find Zane has a uh, a recurring segment that he does called like Got Game or Way Lame, I think, where he mm-hmm. just makes fun of a kid he goes to school with. Yeah, and you so there's there's like. It's basically two boys just being real mean to each other. Zane is, like, by far the worst of the two, um, but you can report both of them. Yeah. And I did. That's good. It's Zane and Corey. Yep. Wait, you can report Corey as well? Yeah, you can report Corey as well. Uh, And Corey gets a stiffer sentence uh, if you report the two of them, which which is how I first came to the conclusion that, like, Oh, the people I work for are morons and don't know like what's really going on at all. Oh so yeah, that that's... was like the thing that made me really suspicious of them. That's good because, foreshadowing. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I feel uh, like yeah. a lot of my experience changed so much because I was scared to report people based oh. on me that I could be punished. I mm. see. Uh, yeah, the I forget what I did something very early on, which was like trying to report something that wasn't the correct thing 
and I got that message, and I'm like, oh, it must only punish me if I, like, repeatedly try and turn in the same thing and, like, obviously aren't taking it seriously and are, like, spamming, which I don't know if it does or not. I don't know if it does either. I never I never encountered any sort of, like, punitive measures for incorrect reports. I think I realized early on when I was reporting the kids' drawings and one of them just didn't go through. Mm. So, and nothing happened, so... So, yeah, so you can report all of the, like, harassing content that Zane and Corey do, and as you as you report things, you get emails from the people in charge of Hypnospace uh, that are, like, specifically in the first part from Dylan Merchant, who's, like, the lead and only, question mark, programmer uh, for Hypnospace. It's um, one of the two Merchant brothers who founded Merchant Soft, which, like, yeah. owns the... I know um, Samantha, but, uh, who is the other the other person who contacts you about um, about your your enforcement jobs. Job. She is also a programmer. Yeah, but she's not there yet in the first segment, right? That's like pre Samantha. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think he talked about her, or like that he's one of, one of only two people. Yeah, something like that. But at any rate, so he he gives you emails back like, good job finding this, or like, you know, we need you to do that. And Dylan is, like, clearly an ass. Like, his emails are like, well, I could easily do this on my own, but I have very important things to do (laughs) programming-wise, so you should do it. Um, And so when you report, like, Zane gets, like, a warning and Corey gets, like, a three-day suspension Yeah. Uh, when you report them. And so that was my first clue of, like, I need to be real careful about how and who I report because clearly, like, the people on the other end of this are idiots who don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. It's great. Like, the, at a much later point, you could find some... Well, I guess you can find them uh, right away. But at, at a much later point, you sort of are led to these chat logs between, like, Dylan and Adrian and, like... Dylan's an asshole, but Adrian's just a fucking moron. Yep. It's great. Uh, and Adrian is, like, Dylan's the younger brother, and he's sort of the tech guy, and the, like, creative director, I guess. Uh, and Adrian's just pure business, business he's boy. The CEO. Yeah. And he's an idiot. <laughs> um, then your next case is Kappa Cash, which is extra legal com- commerce. Um, and it's just, it's just a payment processor. So you, I think the first person you find is, uh, Sherry, who's like an internet psychic, uh, mm-hmm. offering, offering her services. Sherry heals. Sherry heals, uh, like 60 something year old lady, uh, offering her <laughs> psychic services via hypnospace, uh, for, for like Kappa cash money, like 20 bucks for a love spell in 1999. That seems like a steep. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me let me do a uh, inflation calculator. Cause that's like, mm. I mean, I think psychic stuff is kind of expensive. That's the whole. That's I mean, it's it's a scam. <laughs> if it's more expensive, people will take it more seriously, right? Or is it a scam? Uh, Maybe that's person. why it's so pricey. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. You can find that okay. It's like it's like thirty bucks, but you can find that stuff on Fiverr now. Like like you can find <laughs> psychics on Fiverr, uh, 
So yeah, maybe love was more important. Maybe in the nineties. I guess that's, they didn't. That's that's like they God, didn't. They like didn't a, have Tinder in in nineteen ninety nine. The topic for like a dystopian short story. Um, <laughs> it's like love has just like fallen out of favor as a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can report Sherry. Her her thing is behind a paywall where you like have to pay a certain amount of HypnoCoin to show that you're serious, and then she'll send you like an email link to her page. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any other way to do that. But... I don't. I if there is, I never found it. Yeah. Also, I I would say I have no idea how to come to to solve this case. At all, because Sherry only has what two or three, mm-hmm. and you needed one more. So the rest of them you get from Professor Helper. You you download Professor Helper, and the pop-ups. I think there's four different pop-ups, and they each send you to a different thing, trying to sell you stuff via Kappa Cash. But is there any indication that you should download Professor I Helper? Think... Um, okay, there I remember, I remember how I, I definitely, yeah. I found it somehow. I, I found it, I think I searched, I searched for Kappa Cash, and it sends you to a, a thing called, like, some, so-and-so's scam watch, and it tells you about how Professor Helper, like, uh, has some tie to Kappa Cash. So, that's how I found it, I think. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, okay. But this brings up a good point, um, which I was going to talk about later, but we can talk about it now. Yeah, I uh, want to talk about this as well. Yeah, which is the... So there's a lot of stuff that I really love about this game content-wise, but the puzzles are and like the, the quote-unquote cases are not really very well designed. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough job to, when you're doing a mystery game to lay out the information in such a way as that it's redundant enough that you can make sure your players find it while not being common enough that they feel like they didn't even have to look. And I feel like this game errs too much on the side of making things hard to find. And, like, towards the end, I just ended up, like, looking up stuff on a walkthrough because I'm like, I don't have time to, like, sit and, like, mouse over every piece of text on every page to see if it's a clickable link. And it does definitely get harder the further you get yeah um and one thing that i found out at uh previously when i played this after it came out um while i was looking for something in the late game there's if you type in uh in your search bar if you type hints it sends you to a a hint page that like gives you specific like what time period are you in um what are you what do you need help finding and it gives you like like light clues, medium clues, and heavy clues, and the heavy clues just like this is what you do, dingus, and the light <laughs> clues like here's a nudge in the right direction. But I would not have known that that was a thing. Yeah, like if is there a hint to find the hint? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, like, I don't think there. Hints, I don't think game. there is. Make that obvious, please. I don't think there is. I mean, the it could who... be. Could, could, is it in the instruction video? I don't think so. Anyway, if it is, you get, like, way too much information In that at, one, at one point. Yeah. 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 it's that, And that feels very, like, tonally accurate. Like, it's true to life that it's a, like, mm-hmm. a bad, 
yeah. instructional video that just tells you everything up front with like no you I know no those. pause between yeah no it's it's perfect in terms of like time period accuracy but in terms of tutorial it's a little bit rough because it just tells you literally everything up, up front and you have to remember it all yeah um and, i mean you can go back and rewatch it at any time but even so yeah uh, yeah no if like the person who most needs your hints is going to be the person like whom it doesn't occur to to search the word hint so you yeah. have to have like, a really <laughs> obvious yeah like way of communicating that you have hints in the game yeah i didn't even know those were there i went and looked it up on like a steam forum so yeah, yeah. um let's see so you do the cap cash and and that gets you to professor helper that gives you Professor Helper also gives you your first virus, which is called Wave Hello, which just occasionally plays like an ocean wave sound, and it makes your screen sort of rock back and forth as though it's yeah. on a boat. Yeah, which... Professor Helper is basically like a clippy-type character, where whenever you click on something, there's like a little old man who pops up in the corner and goes like, I'm Professor Helper, can I help you with this? And then if you click on it, you just get taken to a spam <laughs> I would say I would say in that regard that Professor Helper is a lot more like Bonzi Buddy, which would just destroy your fucking internet browser with like shitty uh, toolbars, etc. Mm. Actually, yeah. that that's that's one thing that I was thinking about like just a couple days ago and thinking about like old internet uh, and things that have fallen out of vogue. And man, do y'all remember toolbars? And like how yeah. every everyone was trying to peddle you some sort of like bespoke malware toolbar package, and how that's like just that's not still, a thing anymore. Well, I feel like that still happens if you are like downloading some slightly sketchy software. I guess that's true. But I was trying to think of like what's uh, what's yeah, the no, modern it's, it's day what's the modern day equivalent of like is it just apps? Yeah. Or, like, Chrome extensions, I guess, maybe? Ooh, yeah. Probably. I think extensions is probably the new toolbar. Probably. That's fair. That seems totally fair. Um, yeah, so Professor Helper... Yeah, you can get rid of the Professor Helper bug. Uh, you have to... You Professor Helper is free, but you have to pay to uninstall it. Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the unless you're uh, all up on the F list, but yeah. um, which I wasn't by that point. Mm -mm. Um, yeah, so you you can pay to uninstall Professor Helper. You can also pay for HypnoCure, which is like the official antivirus software of HypnoSpace. And when you have enough, there, there's like three versions of it. There's like simple, advanced, and like master or whatever. And so you can, uh, the simplest version just lets you, like, cure, um, cure viruses. So you just have to pay a little bit of coin, and, uh, and then you can take out the, uh, the, the wave hello virus. Mm -hmm. It seems to me, mathematically, like, it's entirely possible to just run out of HypnoCoin without solving certain things and then get stuck. Um, there's yeah, there's ways... Few. Ways. Like there's one janitor. Janitor. There's if you if you get Hypnospace Dream Tools, um, there's a donate button, and if you put in a negative amount, yeah. it gives you hypno yeah, coins. Yeah. Uh, but can, you can't get 
hypnospace dream tools until you get the F list. Yeah. And like that's pretty that's I think usually like quite a ways into the game. Mm-hmm. But you can What's get janitor. janitor it's a little game uh, a little desktop game. Basically it like it periodically will just spit file icons onto your desktop and you drag five of them together to form like a I think they call it like a trash pile or a landfill and then you drag that landfill to the incinerator and it also spits out um like infected files which are marked with a little skull and crossbones and you drag those direct to the directly to the incinerator and everything you put into the incinerator gives you hypno coins like on a tier system so the first the first like level gives you one hypno coin per thing that you incinerate the second tier is like four hypno coins and the third tier is like 16 and i think that's all i ever got up to and that once you get yeah, up to it, that level it only gets up to third tier okay I'm um, pretty sure I I was doing that for longer than I needed to. Yeah, and, and that like that's a good way to make hypno coins. It's it's like tedious. I didn't even see that at all. Where do you get that? You find it. Um, I don't remember what I searched, but you find it. Um, some someone has like a like a software review page, and they talk about janitor on there. Mm. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I don't remember. Jasmine Jessica. Something like Female that. Female name with a J. Jennifer? Could be. No, Jennifer is like Zane's girlfriend or whatever. Um, oh yeah, one of them, one of them, Zane and Corey, like one of them is dating Jennifer and the other one is dating Jessica. <laughs> uh, well, one of them, they're both possibly lying. Um, That's true. Because Corey admits to having like made up his girlfriend. Oh, I didn't. In a I later part. part. Yeah. And uh, and the other girl is the one who reports them both for harassment, I think. Oh, actually, the other girl... Zay, I know Zane's girlfriend eventually breaks up with him. Yeah. So, that one's yeah. probably... That one's probably real. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's one girl who, who, like, just posts chat logs from both of them. And they're both harassing her, but Zane's is much more like, Hey, show me your titties kind of, you know, like, grossness, whereas, like, Corey's is just, like, earnest, but, like, just creepy. Yeah. Oh, boys on the internet. Why didn't you reply to me? Like, do you not like me? I messaged you yesterday, and you haven't said anything. Like, she's like, sorry, you know, like, I was at this thing, and he's like, it's, you should really be more polite and respond to people when they message you, and, or say that you can't, and you're like, yeah, they're both harassing her, but yeah. it's 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 bad. Anyway, the, the we'll two, get there. The two types of men you meet on the internet. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> three, three. Carl is the third type. <laughs> Only Carl. Um, so then the next one is the uh, the shock image virus. Uh, the true yeah, tranquility virus. Tim. Yeah, that's when you meet Tim. Uh so you get an email that it's like, wow, you should look at this. It's so relaxing. And it gives you the true tranquility virus, which is um, a I laughing man. I didn't download that because the, uh, the, the, um, you get another message. It's a, it's such a clearly, even before you get the other memory uh, message, I looked at it and I'm like, this is, this is clearly a virus email. Like this has all the hallmarks of a virus email. I think I I think I downloaded it right away because at that point like I I had had hit like I had hypnocure so I was like 
whatever. If it's a virus, I could just nuke it. Um, And the virus, it... Basically, what you have to do is you have to, like, uh, search around and find, like, four other people who are affected with this virus, and they have an image on their page that's, like, a a beating heart with eyes and, like, teeth. Uh, It's pretty gross. It is pretty gross. They did a good job of making it look shocking. Um, Well, not actually being, like, anything illegal or controversial. Yeah. And if you... So, what the virus does is occasionally it has these pop-up windows... And if you click on them, it downloads images into your download manager called Fleshy Chunk 1, 2, 3, and 4. And it also changes your desktop background to like this image that looks like like a like a lump of flesh with like toes and there's some letters on it. And if you take the fleshy chunk images and arrange them on your desktop to line up with the um, the desktop image that you get with the with the virus. It spells out Son of Tim, which gives you, you know, the search term to basically, like, crack the case. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get to Son uh, of Tim. Or, or you can, uh, I forget, uh, you can actually find, um... There is a website. Sure, there is another way to get to the yeah, I didn't Tim's do that. website. And I for, yeah, I didn't do that th- with the virus either. I, I never got infected with the virus. But somehow I, I also got to Tim's... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things in this game where I'm like, I don't know how I found that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, there's another virus. I think it's like... I think it's Tim and um, the girl that he has a crush on. Uh, Dark Tiff. Tiff. Yeah, Dark Tiff. Like, they, they made a page about like, people who they had infected, and one of them was, like, Chowder Man, uh, washed-up rock star Chowder Man, um, the biker guy. Yeah, they basically provide descriptions of the people that you know if you read their websites. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through and, like, read people's websites until you find someone who's, like, the the washed-up rocker, the furniture salesman, the healer, or whatever. Um, And if you've been... If you've been browsing around enough, you you probably know at least, like, two of the four. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bit stuck here, because I... Like... I didn't bother to check stuff that I've already checked previously, because I didn't mm-hmm. think about time moving. Oh, yeah. Is this after the first time jump? Uh, no. This is no, still in the first time jump, yeah. It didn't exist before this case. Yeah. yeah. Stuff still changes, I think. Um, like, immediately after you do, like, the Goober stuff, time hasn't skipped yet, but there's, like, different text on uh, what's-her-name Abby writes on her page that's like, I can't believe that they're targeting me for Gooper, um, but before yeah. the yeah. before the stand with Gooper thing happens. Yeah. So there are some minor changes that, that do occur. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's unclear that you could like revisiting some old pages will make this stuff happen. Um, also, I mean, it, it seemed it's not that weird, really. It's just in yeah, my head. I, it's it's not it's not intuitive as you're playing. Um, I th- I feel like, or at least it wasn't for me. Um, but yeah, you you do and and I also like. I discovered the page. They the way they like hint you towards these people is with like these tarot cards. And it kind of took me a while to figure out that, like, I wasn't supposed to follow the weird, like, storybook stuff that's 
on the tarot card page itself. I was supposed mm-hmm. to like use the hint from the tarot card to find a completely different web page somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but eventually I figured it out. That one was interesting actually because um when the game came out, there was complete like there was a completely different website like page that led you to um the people that were infected, but I guess I was reading about it cuz I was like I don't this played out differently what happened and I guess the the previous version was like an old version of the puzzle that had accidentally been left in and there was supposed to be more to the puzzle so there was like extra stuff on this page that never ended up going anywhere and people were confused about it and they were like oh shit that's the wrong one we're gonna <laughs> fix it um, so fair enough playing a game at release yeah. that's what happens um so yeah Shock images, and then and then you get an email from Dylan saying, "Hey, I I'm working on this game. It's gonna like revolutionize Hypnospace. Uh, I'll give you more enforcer duties after you after you try out the alpha. And the alpha A is terrible and unplayable, uh, and B just explodes your headband. Yeah, it crashes your mind. Yes, as it were. Um." And you don't get a new headband until three weeks later. <laughs> yeah, they send you a new headband in the in the mail as an excuse to do a time jump in the game. Yeah, it's like three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you come back, <laughs> and everything's on fire. You get an email from. This is where I think you officially meet Samantha. Yeah. I I think that's true. Um, and basically it's like yeah, like nobody's been able to do cleanup because. Like, almost all of our enforcers got their headbands fried, so just go out there and report anything you can find, and I'll send you cases as you report things so that you can, like, cash in on the reports that you make. So there's, uh, in, in your absence, the the people have banded together in defense of Gumshoe Gooper, uh, and there's, like, <laughs> there's a whole web ring called, like, Stand with Gooper, and, mm-hmm. uh... Many more gifts of of Gooper to report. Uh, more Kappa Cash. Sherry Heels is back on her bullshit. Yeah, this time passworded. Which is this was actually like the most like satisfying puzzle in the game. I felt mm-hmm. um, because you have to figure out what her password is by uh, like she says like oh you know thanks to this like online tech help person. For like helping me uh, get set up with the password thing, uh, so that I can like properly, you know, protect my business or whatever. And if you go to his website, he tells you like his rules for choosing good passwords, uh, and it involves like your hometown and a hobby and your birth year. And you can get all of that information by like scouring her page and profile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Uh, I think I think this is one of those things that only enforcers have access to. Um, where if you click on a little, there's like a little info button on a website, and it gives you just that user's info. So it gives you like yeah. their name, their where they live, their age, um, and then there's their like headband yeah, number. their oh yeah, their headband number. That's the that's like a really important one. Yeah. Um. I like that you see that Dylan's head headband number is eight zero zero eight five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> um. 
fucking like you know his brother's an idiot but dylan is an idiot who thinks he's a genius yeah which is like worse it is anyway um no and then uh and then you get another actual case um for unauthorized software um first though there's an actual uh there's an optional case here is it uh, which i didn't take uh which is the harassment reporting Oh, I think I I think I just didn't like I saw the the Kappa Cash and the Gooper stuff and I was like, "Yep, that's all it is." Yeah, so in one of the one of the girls on um the website has posted a um like a string of chats that chat logs uh from these two boys who are being idiots. Uh and you can you can I'm pretty sure uh, like tap on it and report it. Uh, I'm pretty sure because I saw stuff while I was looking up some other things. I saw stuff about like optional harassment case. Hmm. So I'm assuming it's that. But when I, I clicked the button to report the harassment and the like certify that you you uh, that you are reporting this said like I report that like Dark Tiff has committed or whoever it is this person this user has committed uh, harassment and it's the girl. And I'm like, oh shit, these guys are idiots. If I report this, she's going to get taken down for harassment for posting their screenshots, I bet. And oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be party to that, so I didn't end up reporting it. Yeah, that's fair. You got to wield your power responsibly. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm almost 100% sure the way this system works that I'm reporting her and not reporting Zane and Corey. And I don't want to cause her more distress. Yeah. Yeah, Tiff has a rough, rough time of things. Mm-hmm. Just in general. If this, As... if this is from Tiff and not one of the J girls, but I think, it, I think this one was the, the harassment is from Tiff. I could be wrong. Probably. But yeah, I didn't see that. Nice. Um, okay, so then, then it's the uh, unauthorized software thing, which gives you a whole new zone to look around in. Oh my. God, this story. <laughs> I love it. Um, so basically, the the is it, what is it called like fantasy starport dreamscape or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was like uh, I think it was like starport, starport dream station. Castle dream station. Yeah. yeah, starport castle dream station. Um, That's which it. basically, and this is something you see in in chat logs between the merchant brothers much later. Uh, <laughs> But there, there were like several subzones. So there was like a gaming one, there was a sci-fi one, a fantasy one. There was one for uh, a cog. Yeah. Cyber cog. Cyber cog. Steampunk D and D thing. Yeah. Um, and basically, Adrian Merchant, who wants to appeal to advertisers and and normies, was like, no, there's too many nerds in this place. We gotta we gotta quarantine the nerds. So all of those zones got condensed down into one one zone and a couple websites like were accidentally deleted in in the shuffle quote unquote accidentally yeah uh and basically the the people who all got quarantined into Starport Dream Station said no 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 and they made their own area called the Freelands mm-hmm. which is a it basically Gives you like a a Such navigable a map. Nineties nineties internet thing yes. going on right yes. here. It was amazing. Oh my god, I love it. Um, <laughs> it. It just gives you a map 
and you click around the map and there's like you know houses and like this house is my website this spaceship is my website mm-hmm. and you yeah it's it's one of those old things they used to have on the the 90s web where you could take an image and you could like define a like a subsection polygon of that image to mm-hmm. be a link, uh, to be like a clickable area. What, um, did they so call those image maps? Image maps, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so people would use image maps to be like, oh, look at you know how fancy I am. I have like a a signpost that's posting that's pointing in multiple directions, and you can click each one and like go to a different place. And yeah. It was much more like immersive narrative world kind of view of the web, which is exactly what freelance is. I remember image maps. I remember being very young and being sad that I couldn't figure out how to do that myself. (laughs) I absolutely put an image map on my website. Nice. Ah, man. I I bowed down before your your skills that I didn't didn't have as a kid. Listen, I wielded the complete idiot's guide to creating a web page. I could do anything. Hell yeah. Good resource. Yep. <laughs> um, also, also as part of the uh, putting all of the nerds in quarantine, they they moved the nerd zone onto a server that they called the clunker, <laughs> which meant that everything loaded more slowly. So in retaliation, one of the developers who actually worked for MerchantSoft, uh, but had sort of allied himself with the nerds. What was his name? Roddy? Ringleader Roddy. Ringleader Roddy, yeah. Um, and who was part of the Freelands, uh, developed a tool called the Accelerator, the, the Triple Accelerator, uh, which mm-hmm. made made your websites go faster. <laughs> um, so you have to like go on a little scavenger hunt in the Freelands to like figure out how to get to the accelerator. Uh, you, you have to put together a password based on information, and then there's uh, yeah, like a little quiz. Like, yeah, they're like, this, you know, you must complete our trials of, you know, loyalty in order to do whatever. It's like, yeah, this feels like the 90s internet. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing was Roddy's little lisp that he has while he was reading off the clues. And it was like, mm-hmm. there's like, voiceover and there's like a title crawl with like the sort of Star Wars like receding into the distance text very like 90s Windows Media Maker type stuff very good yeah it was cute yeah and then you find the accelerator and you report it but not uh, you don't report it until after you've downloaded it for yourself (laughs) yeah in general that's like most of my uh most of my career as an enforcer was like, let me download this illegal content for myself and then report it. I, I let me let me use janitor for maybe yeah. some minutes and yeah. then report it. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I definitely did. I did the uh, Good Samaritan thing and I did donate to the whatever whoever he had highlighted as people to donate to on the accelerator page. <laughs> also, <Aww. laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you get a pop up every like minute. Do you? I, I did not donate, and I don't remember a pop-up, but maybe that's because I had did, the did auto. You, did you have an accelerator running? Uh, maybe I didn't. I Maybe yeah, I just do downloaded it, it and didn't actually install it. You do get the pop-ups even if you download, or even if you donate, also. Oh. So, there's that. 
It doesn't really help. Uh, and it's so loud. Oh my god. I'm also told that you can speed up the download or like the loading speed of pages by moving your mouse cursor. Yes, you can. And that so actually like really recently, um, I think I think it was Jay Tolan like was tweeting about how they had put that in as like that's you know a thing that people did in the '90s. Like they thought it made things load faster. Turns out it actually fucking does make things load faster. And then he linked to this page, um, and I I can read the explanation, but. <laughs> But yeah. uh, but in short, do you want me to read it? Well, or... just, you can just summarize. Okay. Basically, in short, um, it. Hang on, let me read it. Uh, so okay, it's it's the way. It's because Windows ninety five, uh, the way it sort of bundles uh, like internal data, saying like, you know, this data has been sent and this process is completed. Uh, if you move your mouse cursor, it makes it send that data faster because it's it's sensing input, so it's not like putting those processes to sleep in the background until mm. running a check for it. And it says here that um, large it only works if you're installing stuff is like where you see the the big uh, uptick. But it says that applications that could take an hour to install could be reduced to 15 minutes with suitable mouse input. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. So that's insane. That's... I wonder how like specific that is. I'll send it to you, Carl, and you can actually uh, read about it. But that's I don't cool. know. I was super fascinated to find out that that was actually a real thing that was <laughs> like confirmed to work. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So in so for what it's worth, in the freelands uh, is like the too close for comfort analog of me. Which is like the the girl who's selling adoptable dragons on her web page that are just like images that you can download. Mm-hmm. And I was I was super pissed it would not let me save those and put them on my desktop. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I I remember man, I remember adoptables in the nineties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh like, boy. Go to this web page and like save this image and put it on your web page and now you've adopted this pet or whatever and like say where it linked to where you got it and take good care of it yep i i did so many of those so did i oh god i we probably were were clever about it than others for sure but yeah we probably went to a bunch of the same websites (laughs) like (laughs) just the same geocities neighborhoods or whatever yeah that's funny. Oh man! Speaking of neighborhoods, there are web rings in this. Yeah, there are. Which is a, yeah, which is a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. So like, if, you know, there's like the, like, HS tech nerds, where it's like everyone who's into like technology has the little web ring button at the bottom, and if you click it, it just like auto searches all of their pages, so you can see who's all in that web ring. Mm-hmm. And there's like the the stand with Gooper web ring. And... <laughs> There's, what else? There's, like, the spirituality. There's uh, Counselor Ronnie, who is, like, the mascot of Teentopia. There's a there's a game, like, gamers one, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of, yeah, web rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, yeah, you go through the Dreamlands, you find Accelerator, you report it. Yeah. Well, that's... What happens next? The next is uh, the pirated music, which mm. is which is where shit really starts to hit the fan. 
and gives you some of your like best access tool things that you can get in the game. Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, what what you get out of this is a thing called F list, which is like secret pages where people just kind of store files for. It's basically everyone's FTP servers, I guess. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's probably basically what it is, uh, an analog for. Yeah, and it's so it's like basically at like this secret music sharing web, um, where like any, and it, but it doesn't have to be music. Like anyone can just host files on their F list, mm-hmm. and to find someone's F list, you just search. Uh, first, you have to be able to log into F list at all, which you can pay to get a login, um, which is dumb, but. It, it, it's a doable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it like makes fun of you after you do it. Like, haha! You know, you could just like message anyone on chit chat and get their F-list password, and like it'd be fine. It's like I'm not allowed to send messages. I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not sure why you can't chit chat. I don't think you can. I think it's just like a, a thing that exists outside of the 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 interactable parts of the game. Yeah, the yeah, the, the rationale. Sure. Yeah, is not that. Allowed. Yeah. use shit chat, but I don't understand why enforcers are not allowed to use shit chat. So that they didn't have to make a whole chat interface and populate it yeah. with bots to talk to okay, you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but <laughs> I know the reasoning. Diegetically, the reason they give is some bizarre thing like, because you're like an enforcer who's gonna be like, you know, interacting, like reporting potentially dangerous individuals, you are not allowed to use any apps that make like outside contact with people. Yeah. So like you are not allowed to message or contact anyone on the web. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense, but fine. Yeah. That sounds like exactly the sort of like stupid, not well thought out rule that would be in place (laughs) with a group like this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a pass because of that. Um, well, uh, F-list gives you access to one of the best things ever, and that is Super Tasters. <laughs> I listened to the first episode of Super oh. Tasters, and uh, then I was like, I don't think I'm going to go through with this whole thing. It's a soup review podcast, basically. Yeah, who... Um, uh, I feel like I saw one of the devs tweeting about that on Twitter, and I can't remember what it was but yeah yeah so flist i so I, I interrupted myself before but like flist is you just once you have a login you can just search the letter f followed by someone's headband id mm-hmm. and if they have an flist page it takes you to it yes uh, and so that's this, why the headband ids are important this is where you find that uh dylan merchant's flist page is full of pirated music that he's just distributing for free so you you hit him with you know you hit him with an enforcement i I honestly did not even notice that that was dylan's page until i had reported it all yeah i I got a message from him i didn't realize it at first either dj dj noise pusher that's just some asshole pirating music on the who's like and being a jerk about like like really pretentious music like which you know music genres they care about yeah uh, and then after you report a bunch of them, you get an email from Dylan like, "How dare you report me?" Like, yeah, everybody shares music. Like, also, so you say DJ Noise Pusher. I thought the same thing until I looked closer. It's DM Noise Pusher. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Which like I was like, oh shit. 
I thought it was DJ Noise Pusher, but it's not. It's Dylan Merchant Noise Pusher. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's put, mean, put the put the pieces of the puzzle together there on so that one. This case was the one where I reported for the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I did was like, oh, Dylan has a page. I should check his ID, check if he has an F list. Found mm-hmm. this like the first thing I did. And then I reported for the wrong thing, and it didn't work. Oh. Uh-huh. And then I went through oh, the you, you entire quest. Not for copyright infringement, but for yes. like one of the other, uh... Yeah... And this yeah. quest is kinda... It's rough. It's, it's a long quest. Find some, you have to find some very specific things. Because um, it's, not, it's not just... Uh, Dylan, is it? There's like some other people who also have copyrighted. Um, I think stuff. so. You get like notes, text file notes from Samantha of all the things that are like basically she have got yeah she got the contact from the rights holders, and I think all of it is on on Dylan's F list. Um, you can definitely find some of it on other pages as well. At probably, least. I'm yeah. pretty sure there's at least like one of those four things that like is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I found something else before I found Dylan's, and I'm like, oh shit, this is the mother load. Yeah. And you can find other illegal activities as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, for the record, Samantha is like the one reasonable person at this company. Like, when you talk to her, she, and like, for instance, about the Cooper thing, she's like, yeah, this is sort of like embarrassing because like we don't want to report a bunch of you know like school teachers and stuff for just having a you know old fish on their page. So like, you know, report it if you have to, but like don't t- try not to harass the actual users over it. Yeah. And so like she's a thoughtful, reasonable individual. <laughs> yes. And she's the one who assigns you cases uh, from the second section onwards. So like you're not actually it's not actually Dylan who's like assigning you to rat out copyrighted music uh, on himself. It's, it's like a... Clearly, there's like not as much communication on the uh, Merchant Soft side as there should be. No, not at all. As... as I mean, it's predictable. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dylan like sees that you have reported him, and now everybody at his work knows that he's distributing music illegally and he gives you like a three-week ban or no he just fires you oh he yeah straight up fires you he's like yeah you think this is fucking funny well yeah say goodbye to this job and like fires you it's like oh well fuck yeah um and then when you log in next time there's a message from samantha that's like oh my gosh like no wonder you haven't been working i just noticed that like you got dropped from the system i'm so sorry this is, there's a good chance this was a mistake that i made uh I, like i'm really sorry if i accidentally dropped you off the system i'm gonna reinstate you right now oh samantha uh, <laughs> samantha and it's like so clearly dylan didn't mention that he fired you over this of course uh, or you know like that's not officially reported anywhere so it's just Dylan being, like, personal petty vendetta. Of course. By the way, should we talk about how you, you're you supposed to find Dylan's F-list? Yes. How, how are you supposed to find Dylan's F-list? I don't remember. Um, oh, I don't, boy. I don't remember exact. I don't remember the first thing that I saw. I think I, think I searched for one you of the find, artists. Uh, 
I think I searched for like haze or whatever, which is like the genre of music. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, what I did was I. Well, the first thing I did was I found Eplist, which is I. I searched. I think I searched for one of the artists, and it it leads you to information about Digi Exchange, which is a mm-hmm. now defunct music sharing software or you know platform, and people are like, oh yeah, the new thing is Eplist. So you go through the rigmarole of finding the Eplist password, and then and then yeah, I think that's like I think I searched again for the artists and just found like people talking about one of the artists, and it happened to be Noise Pusher. So I was like, okay, I'll check out. I'll check out that person's F list, and that was it. Wait, is that just a thing you can do? You can just. Oh, I think boy. so. I think I don't did, remember who I searched did, for. Did, did you not search I, people's F lists by just typing F and I, the headband number? I mean, I did, but I got found like the I file. Oh. I file useful. And then I had to buy a pet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You do have to do the 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 um. You do have to do that, I think, to get the um, oh, you do it to the get F-list the password. password. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. And um, yeah, the... you go... Did you guys not go to like the Tim's website? I had not at that point. I didn't find Tim's website until much later in the last quest, uh, when I had to look it up. <laughs> oh, because so, I did so. the whole Tim thing and, like, get the Hypnocure Pro and use the yeah. eye to get into, like, the Minx and Minx. get the passwords. Yeah, I got to the point where I could find the Minx login, but I couldn't figure out how to get, like, how to find the Minx passwords. So mm. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. I'll worry about this later. Um, but yeah, so the, you we did we did gloss over the whole sandwich uh, zip file thing. Yeah, I sort of forgot um, about that. <laughs> so there's a there's a format that's basically like a zip file format um, where things are compressed and you can't open them, and it's called Sandwich. Uh, and there was supposed to be a Sandwich uncompressor, but the person was is it Roddy who was working on it? Yeah, it's Roddy who was working on it, and Roddy who also makes the pets. Yeah, so Roddy uh, was working on this comp- uh, uncompressor. And was told by Merchantsoft, like, no, you need to be working on this other thing. Like, stop working on your sandwich. So as kind of a, like, a little bit of a finger to the company, he included a system where uh, if you download... He basically just put his un- uncompressor in the digital pets that he was working on. <laughs> so if you feed a sandwich file to a pet, it, like, poops out the uncompressed version of the file. Yeah, I think that's how WinRAR should function nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it should be I agree. A pet that you have to feed. Yeah, yeah, the and pets, pets are like very like clearly like a microtransaction hell sort of thing where you like download this pet and it just uh, like it poops constantly and you have to keep cleaning up after it and it just loses health over time and the only way to give it back health is to buy food from MerchantSoft. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take care of it, it just dies. And then you have a tombstone on your desktop that yeah. you cannot uninstall. Can you get a new pet? Yeah. Yeah, I had three okay. at various points. Um, and it, once you get Dream Tools, uh, you can just arbitrarily uh, resurrect your pet and, like, change its, like, give it infinite health and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it was kind of too late for that to be useful for me by the time I got it, but theoretically, I guess you could find that earlier. I mean, I feel like it's fair that you don't find Dream Tools until late, because it does sort of... It, it can be kind of breaking, break game-breaking. Yeah, it, so. you, get, you get infinite money for it, and... Yeah. Uh, or from it, rather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also has a recursive installer, which I think is great. Oh, yeah. Also, um, just speaking of those kinds of things, uh, in the login page, you can actually access the Hypnospace BIOS. Yes, which is cute. It's is cute. there anything in the Hypnos er, in the Hypnospace BIOS that's like you can download the credits from there? It seemed like the rest of the stuff was just like actual options page stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, remember like exactly what was things. on there, but yeah, that kind of stuff. If I there think. were any fun There's Easter eggs to speech. Yeah. Well, oh, you can you can change the voice. Guy. Yeah, you can change the voice on your text to speech helper. Uh, hip hippie 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 hippie. hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, who's just a little head that floats, a little robot head that floats around, and if you click on right click on stuff, it just reads it out loud. It's like an accessibility. Yeah. Guy, which is fine. Yeah, and if you and if, if you, you idle enough long enough, it will scream at you. Yeah. He doesn't scream. What? He just says, if you if you idle for however long, he just says like "Don't be gone too long" or stuff like that. Just saying like you're idling now. It's super mm-hmm. annoying. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you you get the when you yeah. So when you download the passwords, uh, it's in the sandwich format. So you have to get a pet, and you have to like learn that you have to feed the sandwich file to the pet. Uh, and then you get the password thing, and that's where it's like, hey, dingus, you didn't have to go through all of this because you could have just gotten anyone's, like, password from Chit Chat. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't have that option, jerk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you you report, to, you go through this rigmarole. Um, I guess at this point you could, if you, if you go to the F list of uh, Tim... You can find a lot of... Tim has a lot of, like, very compromising files on his F-list. Yes. Tim is, like, a 14-year-old kid who thinks he's a hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of is. Like, he's better at... He's the kid who did that, like, virus with the flesh stuff. And, like, he's, you know, he's better than the average 14-year-old uh, on this sort of stuff. But he's also, like, clearly a snot-nosed kid who's, like, also just trying to impress this girl... Uh, and wants to feel cool. Yeah. Uh, and so he's got, like, at one point he has a list of passwords for, like, this hacker ring um, that he's just leaking. Um, he's got their their secret software called the All-Seeing Eye that uh, can be used to, uh, like, find secret things on certain websites. Um, he, has, he, he has he's got the, butts, the butts virus. Which oh, I didn't man. download, but I read so about it in his... He, ha- he has a text file of virus ideas, so... Yeah. I was so... I was so angry that this didn't work. Or not angry, but, like, disappointed. Um, there's... So, I was trying to get into the Minx website, and I could not, for the life of me, find the passwords. And I'm like, alright, you know, like, what do I... What do I do here? There must be some puzzle. I just found Tim's stuff. I have this, like, all-seeing eye thing... There must be something else in Tim's 
uh, data that I can use to like get into here. And it turns out there is, but it's like not until a later version of Tim's website, um, his FTP. But one thing that's in that same one is his like experimental viruses that he hasn't uh, sent out yet. And one of those is the butts virus. And I was, for a moment, I was sure that the solution, because the, what the butts virus does is it changes everything in a text box to the word butts and makes farting noises. Like, that's the whole virus. And I was like, what if you open the password box and then you, you run the butts virus? Does it change the password to butts? Because then you would have all passwords, essentially. Uh, oh, oh. And I yeah. really wanted that to be the solution, and it was not the solution. Yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty good. Get the client side. Yeah, probably no, it, it is, and so it's sad. But that would have been an amazing solution. Yeah, yeah I like that. That would have been good. Um, yeah, no, Zane has a. I think I think it's on the the twenty sixth. He has a file called like Zane's Thanksgiving Feast that has usernames and passwords. Tim. Or Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim's thing. Zane is, Zane's Zane's, Zane's too dumb for any of this. Uh, Tim's Thanksgiving Feast. It has you know username, passwords. He has he has people's chit chat logins too. Yeah. Which you can't do anything with, but still. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you get back from being fired, and the big thing is the. Uh, Y2K mind crash virus, which let's see. Yeah, I don't... you get back from being fired accidentally by Samantha, who like clearly wasn't supposed to bring you back, but didn't know that, and so brought you yeah. back. Yeah. Um, and basically, there's a virus on Teentopia that's like we're gonna destroy Hypnospace in X time. Uh, this was like a surprisingly easy solution, uh, where like you have to input a password to turn off the virus. And if you've been paying attention at all, or even if you haven't been paying attention at all, the password is Marshmallow, which is his nickname for Tiff. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how, like, oh, Tiff hasn't been talking to me lately. What yeah, literally, Tiff? literally all you have to do is go to Tim's F list and then, like, just read everything he has to say about, um, you know, like, what's going Because he basically has a letter that confesses to, like, all right, you know, like, hey, hey, Tiff, I put up this mind crash thing, and it's not a real virus. I'll take it down, but, but like, I just wanted to make sure you saw this letter, because, like, I'm sorry I was a jerk, and, uh, like, I miss you, and please can we be friends again? Yeah. And that's all it is. And basically, like, you get an email from Sam, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you solved the mind crash virus. We couldn't figure out the password. Uh, somehow. Um, yeah. And then... You get. Is, is this when um, also when Zane's page has been vandalized, or is? That... Oh yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because uh, that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, Zane's page has been vandalized, and it's like all pink and flowery, and uh... and like talk instead of talking about like what an idiot Corey is, it talks about like how in love with Corey he is. Yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> Which uh, and I yes I think it's implied to be like the girl they were harassing went in and did that and I'm yeah. like good for you honey yeah <laughs> like perfect definitely or maybe change his ways no, maybe I, maybe I they the, maybe they I reconciled the hacker, I think in the hacker message boards they mentioned specifically that uh, that, that you it's can... like oh did you see this thing that like the, this girl did to this web page like that's amazing like I laughed so hard yeah. Or, and they say something about how, like, 
it's a huge security breach and it's so easy to change other people's pages, but this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you fix the mind crash thing and then you get another email from Dylan and he's like, oh boy, you gotta play my new build of my game. Uh, wait, is it from the game? Yeah, it is from the game. Yeah, I don't know if he even sends you an email or if he just, like, automatically sends you the, like, it, it just auto-installs or something like that. Oh, yeah, it uh, might, because it is I part of the, the Y2K update. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's, um, the, yeah, your your uh, computer tries to update for, like, the, the new year 2000 thing with, like, the, you know, HypnoS 2000 version, basically, and crashes the fuck out of your computer uh but like you see little bits of like icons and imagery from the broken alpha version of outlaw which is dylan's game that you had seen before mm -hmm. uh, as it's crashing so it seems like it's oh yeah crashing that's right from, from the, the game again like it, it has all the same symptoms of last time that game crashed your headband but worse yes uh and then you get an interesting FMV of, like, you're waking up and you're looking at the, you know, closed blinds in your bedroom. Uh, which was, I don't know, unexpected and cool to be like, oh, wait, this is, this exists in a world. And then yeah. you, and then you get, like, sort of a like montage. A newsreel, yeah. Mm -hmm, of news clips talking about the Minecraft virus and how, you know, teenager Tim whatever was, did this virus, which you know is false. And how yeah. six fucking people died yeah. in, due to, yeah. like, hypnospace uh, and yeah. the virus. And that Tim went to jail for, to prison for six years because of it. Yeah. Which is mighty it's shady. Like, oof. Yeah. It gets, gets all of a sudden kind of real there. Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, and you, yeah, so you see that report and you go, wait a minute, like, I, I absolutely saw specific messages from Tim about how, like, literally this is not a real virus, and he's just gonna take it down, like, it's an animation that he's just gonna take down, like, pretty immediately, and we actually even removed it already. Yeah. Like, and, like, I know those graphics that popped up before this, like, all went down were definitely from Dylan Merchant's game, so, like, something is up here. Yes. Uh, and then the next time you play the game, it is no longer 1999, but the present day. Yeah, it just updates to whatever the current, like, your computer's calendar is. Yeah, which is pretty great. Um, and it, it, it is the current day, so it's like 20 years later, ostensibly, uh, if you're playing it this year. Yeah. And, and you find out that the Hypnospace, the, the Enforcer headbands, have like a huge amount of internal storage and that they basically were secretly designed to function as like backup servers um which is super helpful Without telling anyone yeah of course. of course which is super helpful to this ragtag group of former hypnospace users who are running sort of an archive project mm -hmm. and so they bring you on to help with their efforts uh and that starts off basically like the end game section. <laughs> the end game section. And it, it starts out pretty innocuously. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, just go through and it'll automatically archive uh, 
websites and you can flip through the three time periods. So there's mm-hmm. early November, late November, and then uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And stuff, you know, changes and you can flip through those on the fly for any page that you're on. Um, you, can you, I didn't actually do this. Can you still complete the Squishers quest in this time period? Or did you have to do that when it was actually active? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you should be able to do it. Because but... we glossed over you. Because you you get your rewards via email. And I would think that the person who emails you stuff is not there anymore. Unless it's an automated sy- server system, in which case, maybe. Uh, yeah. We totally glossed over Squishers, which is uh, a an absolute uh, un- unforgivable oversight. Oh, yeah. No, I, I was... My plan was to go through, like, the main story beats and then get into all the cool we'll flavor stuff. side stuff. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about Squishers later. Uh, then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, basically, like, your first set of tasks is, like, you know, uh, I remember seeing this thing on the internet. Like, I remember Rodney was working on a test pet or um, I... One of like a musician who is a rapper who is now famous like uploaded some early demo tracks. Um, there was a a, ch- a Chowderman like lyrics that that were posted somewhere like that kind of thing and you yeah. have to just like yeah go it's, through... it's those three and then the last one was like the secret eye cult which I actually never finished. I I had to look this one up because I couldn't figure out you it's it's the eye of Horus. And you have to specifically type in, like, Horus. Like, the Egyptian god Horus. um, Which is a pretty pretty oblique way of, like, getting to it. I mean, it's it's an optional thing, so, like, it makes sense. It is a super optional thing. It's funny, though, because what it does is it takes you to... um, I think it's, like... I think the organization is called, like, the... Like, the Children of Horus. And Horus is uh, an acronym... But basically, the, the whole thing is, it's a, like a small cabal of like influential people, and they just put occult symbols into games or into like products as a joke, and they keep a running tally of like how many occult symbols have been inserted into a product or by a member, and how many have been found out, and it's just like who can have the most occult symbols go unnoticed, and they have like a, a yearly like awards thing. It's it's cute. <laughs> Uh, and, and and goofy, so that's all it is. Yeah, cute and goofy describes a lot of stuff in this game. Yes, definitely. Um, um, yeah, so as you're searching through stuff, you start getting emails. Yes, you get... So the person who invited you to this uh, Hypnospace Archive project is a lady named Chelsea, who you then find out is not actually named Chelsea at all. She's Samantha, your old boss, who did all of the, like... Uh, your your hypnospace, you know, enforcer stuff. And she's like, look, something shady happened, and I want you to help me find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you're trying to figure out, like, what actually caused the mind crash. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Dylan gets brought on to the archive project, which is awful. Yeah, and it, that's super shady, too, because it's like, oh... He heard that, you know, one of the old enforcers was on, and it's, he, like, that made him really want to join. And it's like, that's super suspicious. Super suspicious, yes. Um, and this is where, like, you get into, like, this is probably the first place where you really need the all-seeing eye program. Yeah. Um, and this is where you get into, like, the hacker group Minx, 
and and you have to have had you have to have the the top level version of um, HypnoCure because only by mm-hmm. loading the pages in safe mode right. can you actually like read the text in the hacker group. Yeah, there's there's a in in universe the explanation is uh, that they're uh, like an old precursor to Hypnospace was called NetSettler and they had like their own page builder and uh, Hypnospace discontinued NetSettler support so it like wasn't compatible and all of the text was just like gibberish and none of the links would work until you ran it in compatibility mode. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought they did it on purpose to be sneaky. They, I mean, Minx probably did. But there, there are some other websites that uh, have yeah, a there's a website where issue. you see someone complaining about it where he's like, like, it's, I can't believe they discon- like continued this thing. Every time I log into my page now, it looks like this. And like, this is so terrible. And how can you not support yada yada yada? Yeah. So. so um, but yeah, Minx probably does it intentionally to yeah. cover their tracks. Um, I don't remember exactly how I found all the stuff, but basically there's two things that you find or have to I find. Looked, I looked up this, how to get the passwords to get into Minx. <laughs> oh. Um, and then there's, in Minx they tell you, there's like, it, it, the, once you get into Minx and run the stuff, like it, it's pretty clear, there's like a pretty clear next step where there's, like, on the, the second, you know, right before the crash, there's someone saying, like, hey, there's going to be this huge crash. Go to this page for, uh, you know, to find information on it. Um, and just in case, like, Dylan takes it down, um, I've mirrored it on my, like, freelance island. Uh, so find it there. Mm-hmm. And getting to the freelance island was something else I had to look up, because that's a pain. Oh, yeah, but... you have to you have to go there, and then you have to jump forward. Well, oh, to getting to the island in general, right. Yeah, getting to her island. Because you have to use the uh, eye. Yeah, you have to use the eye on the docks to see a ferryman, and then you click on the ferryman, it takes you to her, like, secret island. But the problem is that, like, the in the, like, hint text on how to find it, she says it's on the same island as Gil and Sarah, who are, like, the two founders of the Freelands, but oh. it's not on the same, like, screen as their, their stuff. So I spent oh, yeah. so much time using the eye to go over every square inch of the screen that has uh, Gil and Sarah's stuff. And oh, it's not no. not fucking there. Like, that's such, a, that's such a misdirect clue. Oh, so it was probably just, like, really poorly phrased. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, on, quote-unquote, the same island as theirs, which uh, it's not, because it's not actually, like, a contiguous landmass you have yeah. to go across the water so yeah. i don't even know what, what yeah. the intention was there yeah i get it um but yeah so on that island you find uh hypno tools which is helpful uh and you also find some files that are just backed up there of like a an independent study that they had done on like what does hypnospace do? Like, is it good for you? Is it Does it have negative effects? And they find out that it just massively reduces the quality of sleep that you get. Yeah. Uh, big surprise. <laughs> like, I don't know. That not not a not a big surprise at all. Um, so that's the first piece that you need. And then the second piece that you need uh, is basically like a something that indicates that. Merchantsoft knew this was going on, and you find that in the form of text, 
like chat logs uh, from a another website from the same person. I think they were called the Reckoning Inc. Was their screen name? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had a website or a, a page called uh, Leaky Pipes, which is just like here's a bunch of dirt about like people yeah. and things which, going on on Hypnospace. What you're supposed to do is find their web pi- web page, see that that's another project that they're working on, and then search that project. But as far as I can tell, there's no indication anywhere else that leaky pipes is a thing that, like, might lead you to anything, right? Like, that is important in any way. So that's, like, that's a very hidden clue that I'm, like, not super thrilled with, so, like, what they expect you to do to find it. At that yeah. point, I sort of got used to it, because I think they yeah. do this a couple of times where it's, like, the only connection they have really is that same person has been working on both things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, I I think I also ended up having to fact how to get to Tim's page, because it's like one, a text link on like one of the four screen screens of his like, yeah. constantly animating page. Tim's page and... is a pain in the ass to like, figure out initially, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, sorry, that's neither here nor no, there. Yeah. I mean, the, the same kind of issues do kind of crop up throughout playing the game, so definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this is like where you see the text logs, first of all, that just say that Adrian is just a big, big dumbass. Yeah. Like, he can't spell, and he seems to have the intelligence of, like, a box of hammers. Um yeah. Like, these nerds are uh, taking over the page. How can we have four different forums for nerds and not even one dedicated to sports? Yeah. And you find out that, uh, what what is it, the uh, Starport Dream Station was moved to the shitty server so that they could put the sports one on the good server. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there, there are some chat logs talking about the medical research, the studies that they had done, and he's like, well, we conducted this study independently, so we can just not publish it. Boom. Yeah. And that's what you use as, like, your your confession evidence. Which brings you to, like, the very, very end of the game. Uh, which is you, you get another email from Dylan that's basically just a confession. Yeah, it, it, the implication I think is that it's to everybody, rather than just. Oh people. yeah, but yeah, it's hard probably. to tell because um, um, you don't actually see the list of addressees at any point. Yeah, <clears throat> and but it, yeah, it's like yes, like the mind crash was my fault. I'm I apologize to everyone, especially Tim, who like had to spend six years in jail because like he's like I knew this was probably like a long time coming. It's like. I don't know how you guys feel about this ending. I found it kind of shitty, to be honest. A little bit. But at the same time, I don't know. I... Like, it felt good, like, solving the mystery. And then just, like, that last bit of text was like, I'm completely reformed. And then he, he also gives you, like, he sends you a link and it's like, Hey, I finished my game. Uh, please play it. And it's an actual, like, finished playable version of Outlaw. And it's still a terrible game. It is still a but, terrible uh, game, but it's at least playable, and it doesn't crash yeah. your crash your hypnospace. Yep. But what I, it... I actually, when I first got that link, I'm like, oh shit, is he like 
pretending to confess so he can like secretly kill everyone involved in the project <laughs> yeah and he doesn't what it, what he does is in the game you encounter like uh npc avatars of the six people who were killed during the crash and every time you like defeat one it gives you a text file and each text file is just a short apology from dylan to that person which yeah. some of those were like oh oh mm, oof yeah. woof um, yeah one of the people who died was dark tiff who's like the girl that tim was into so like yeah. that must have been it seems like from the like newspaper articles and clippings and stuff it seems like tim also thought he was responsible yeah like he didn't realize that this wasn't his fault yeah no he um well, I don't know. It's it's difficult it's to say. Like it's he weird did. That it does, it doesn't, isn't really. If he doesn't realize, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but the he implication did, is that he doesn't. And he did like get pinned with the blame. And there's even like a statement from him on the archive project about like the mine crash and what happened and who all you know who were the victims and et cetera et cetera. Um, yeah. I will say the. And he the, seems to take responsibility. He's like, I'm so sorry to like everyone. You know, like, I understand that what I did was unforgivable, and, you know, like, even the the girl that I was trying to impress died in this, and, yeah. But he, he must have knew he didn't do anything. Maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like he was a young kid. When you're suddenly saddled with all the blame for something like this, maybe he's like, well, maybe I did something that I didn't even realize what I was doing, and maybe it did somehow cause this crash. And, yeah, that's sort you know. of the most, that's sort of how I read it as well. Um, basically pressured into believing that the yeah. thing he had done had somehow caused this. Yeah, but Zane died, so that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm like, good, good riddance, Zane. Yeah, I like but Zane. The apology message to Zane is like, maybe someday you could have become someone your mother was proud of. Just <laughs> like, kind of a serious diss. I don't, I don't know if it's like intended as a diss, but it's I super easy. It's super I mean, easy to read as a diss for sure. Yeah. It's only easy to read as a diss, knowing what we know about Zane. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and and then you get the credits. I will say I really fucking like the song that they play at the end, like the Y2K anthem. It's a good song. Uh, I like all the songs. Yeah. There. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good and really intentionally bad good music. Uh, in this yeah, game. I, I think every every day uh, of like the week I was playing it, I woke up with the Squishers theme song stuck in my head. Uh, I always I always have the the ready to shave song. Yeah, from... the shave is the other one that I like. I kind of love. <laughs> yeah, Which and all all of the, the cool of punk, bands. cool punk like Christmas yeah. music samples. Anyway, so that's the game. Um, yeah, and now so... we can talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, let's talk about the ending first, since we're kind of on that. Um, so, uh, I was kind of disappointed because, like, Dylan is a very hateable character to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just kind of an ass. Yes. And, like, he he does all this shit, and he doesn't take responsibility in time to do any good. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, because the kid already served his sentence. It's more than six years later. Yeah, um, it's like 20 years later. Yeah, um, after, and, you know. like, I wanted to, like, for me, I feel like it would have been satisfying to just, like, give him, like, a real fuck you, we got you, bitch kind of thing. Yeah. So the fact that he, like, confesses and seems contrite at the end was almost a letdown. Because I'm like, no, I hate you. I don't want you to, like, 
you know, feel any sense of, like, closure or karma over this. You are a criminal, and I want to put you in jail. And that's the thing. I feel like it's not implausible that he probably would have gone to jail after this. Like, with all the evidence having come to light, like, it would have been reported, and he would have had had to do some actual penance for it. But we don't see any of it, so it's like, man... Yeah, yeah, and it's... uh, I don't know. Like, the game part was kind of, like, a cute thing, but then it... I don't know. It it felt like it lacked a certain sense of closure to me. Um, Yeah. Because it really felt like he was going to try one last sneaky thing at the end there, and you were going to have to foil it, like, just in time or something like that. I was sort of looking forward to that, but then they didn't go that way. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you know... (laughs) Yeah. We still have Granny Cream's hot butter ice cream. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about some of the fun stuff on there. It's it's all these just, like, 90s web pages, and all the text is gold. The problem is there's so much of it that, like, you start by going, like, I'm going to read all the text on every single page, but there's no way. Oh, yeah, no. Kind of, like, bop around and just yeah. read selections here and there. I, I remember like the first time I played this and I had finished it and I tweeted about it and I think I think Jay Tolan like responded or like Jay and like maybe even another one of the developers was like yeah well like if you're hoping to get to find every web page good luck there's web pages that even we haven't seen <laughs> like as developers so yeah, oh, yeah I, there I, is a thing in the archive project where it shows you like the number of pages that exist and, like, the number of uh, pages that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, whether it, whether they're listed or unlisted. When I first uh, got that, I thought, like, are they going to make me go through every single page? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's kind of the same thing on uh, as on Her Story, where you, like, see that, like, all the film clips that exist. Um, but you don't actually have to find every single film clip. You yeah. can just find, like, once you've found the certain important ones, you can just proceed to the end game. Yeah. Um, so it's fine. At least at least her story has uh, a really easy way to, like, cheese through that, the search function, and yeah. see every video in, uh, like, in chronological order, which I did do, like, at the end just to see them all. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't exist here as far as I'm aware. So... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So other other fun things. Um, the Squishers quest. Uh, so Squishers are like their equivalent of Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. They're like these weird goo animals. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's like a little quest where you can like find all of them hidden on uh, on different web pages in Teentopia. And I found all but two. There were, like, two that I really just didn't even know where to look. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you find, like, the first one you find, you get, like, a... I forget what you get for the first one. I think it one. sends you the theme song. Maybe? I thought the second one is the theme song. I don't remember. Maybe I... the second one is, like, the desktop theme or whatever. Um, well, it's one of, one of those. It's those two in one order or another. Um, and, yeah, so when you find five you get the second reward and then when you find all of them you get the last reward but i'd never got the last reward so mm-hmm. yeah i I, also, I did any a little squisher you find it downloads the image so you can put them on your desktop mm-hmm. so i just put i just covered my desktop in squishers yeah that's that's a whole thing is like you can there's so much content 
available uh, for Hypnospace. <laughs> like, there are various websites where you can download, like, desktop themes, you can download stickers, you can, like, arrange the stickers in any way you would like on your website, so it's all fully customizable. Uh, I put skulls on mine, just just so you know. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Okay, I want to talk about Cool Punk. Can we talk about Cool Punk? <laughs> sure. Sure. I love just, like, the the narrative surrounding Cool Punk. Basically, Cool Punk is, like, a, uh, a genre of music that consists of remixed uh, Chowderman songs set to, like, Christmas music MIDI files, uh, which then gets co-opted by a soda company. And we find out that uh, Adrian Merchant is sort of behind the soda that, company, yeah. co-opting the genre. Yeah, Merchant Soft is all about the brand integration. Yeah, because like even the Squishers is like a like game system integration thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> and so there are people who are like upset, like ah, oh, cool punk, like cool punk selling out, and like these people don't know what it means to be cool punk. Uh, and then there's the the Cool Fest '99 where a prominent cool punk artist gets found out for lip-syncing, and also a helicopter crashes, and Chowderman loses a leg in the helicopter crash, and, and, and a man dies. dies. Yeah. yeah, and a man dies, and and that that's the end. end of having to find is, like, his tribute song to his drummer who died in the helicopter yeah. crash. It's like, even with one leg, I can't run away from the memories or something like that. <laughs> Um, and then, and then, uh, there's like the, you know, cool punk is dead declaration. So people move to, it's like fungus core or something like mushroom music. Uh, I just, yeah, there's a lot of good, like music genres, like haze and flip flop, uh, and stuff. And they had like, he just had like a different people record these sound samples and then compress them into like horrible format and then they just autoplay when you go to various yeah. pages. The, my, my favorite thing is um, the, the flip-flop artist Kev, Kev J is uh, the, the main writer on the game. I don't, uh, something Nelson. Uh, and I follow him on Twitter. He's great. His, his Twitter handle is at uh, Rit Nelson, W-R-I-T Nelson. And he's great, but he's the guy who He's the guy who wrote and performed the Kev J flip flop songs. It's so mm-hmm. good. So yeah, and this is the guy who like supposedly later became a famous rapper, and yeah. you're finding his like early demos, and they're like so ridiculous. They're so oh, they're so cute though. They're just like yeah. very wholesome, very wholesome yeah. content. Yep. Uh, I'm all for the haste. <laughs> There's a bunch of like Swedish artists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's a guy who does a whole like music review site where you can like look at the histories of different artists. And we found out that Carl Carlson is a uh, was a talent scout for one of these who found one of these bands. Yep. Yeah. Which is great. You're famous, Carl. I am. I can't believe you were a talent scout back in 1999. No, it's. It's like 1976 or something, because this is like the history of this band. I am eternal. I guess. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, So that's fun. Uh, 
what else? What were some other good ones? I, that, that fucking, like, adopt a dragon uh, page in the fantasy. Like, I felt so called out. <laughs> yeah, or there's uh, the whole the whole cyber cog, like, setting. Oh, yeah, everyone posting, like, basically their, their tabletop characters. Yeah, like my, my cyber cog Sona. Um, <laughs> Gil was, what was his, Signal? Oh, N-U-L-L, yeah. and his wife, Saradia, the big booby uh, elf archer. Yeah. <laughs> Cybercog is such a mess, because it's got, like, swords and steampunk shit, and magic, like, it's just such a mishmash of stuff. It's it's great. This is, just makes me want to, like, stop doing the podcast and go back and just look at websites. Uh, yeah. But... The, uh, the dumpster was definitely, like... A, a site that has some like serious real world analogs where it was just oh, yeah. like a website just there to like shit on other people's websites and for no other reason basically yeah it was basically like maddox i guess yeah yeah or sean baby or like some of the other yeah people of that era yeah i'm surprised they didn't have like an e-bombs world sort of analog yeah, that's true. Early content aggregators. Um, <laughs> God, what else was there? There's just so many things that there's some. There's some pretty good stuff in the um, like the old person section. The like yes, the Good Time Valley. Good Time Valley, yeah, where the like guys like reminiscing about their days as motorcyclists and and they have a whole page about like my wife Judy died and I miss her every day. Yep. Or there's the guy who wrote poetry, like Renegade Love Poetry, I think is what he called it. Um, yeah, Speaking that was good. Speaking of poetry, am I the only one that had some, like, irrational hatred for Tamara? No, I didn't like her much either. Which one was she? She's the, the woman who later became a famous poet who wrote, like, anthologies of poetry for children and had enough money to basically fund the archive project. Oh, yeah. And she was the one who had you searching for Kev J because she's like, oh, he he's famous now, so this will get us a lot of, like, publicity for our project. Yep. I hated her website. It was, like, some awful audio playing. And... Oh, yeah, she had spoken yeah. word poetry, which I did not download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stuff where I'm like, I bet this is really funny, but, like, I don't really want to take the time to download and listen to this. Yeah. Uh, I bet, like, the soup one, for instance. <laughs> um, I did download the first episode, and, like, I'm like, I... It's, a, it's like an eight-episode podcast about soup tasting, basically. <laughs> I'm like, like, this is probably really cute, but I'm not going to download the whole thing. Mm, nah. Nah. I feel it. That's uh, that's it's all like, very fair. It's all like really shit soups as well. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, there's a there's the whole like spirituality zone where people post. There's like a the all seeing orb or whatever that's just mm -hmm. a magic eight ball program. Yeah, I like, and this is even addressed on like a a Christian website that the. I think that that zone is called Eyes Open, and it's like a mix of New Age spirituality, uh, 
Christianity, conspiracy theory, yeah. and like anti-government sentiment. <laughs> yeah. I think my I think my favorite one on that on that page is uh, the truth about Trennis, where they they're talking about oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Trennis, how it's actually like Trennis, which is a tennis-like game that is played on a circular court with three different players and also a person in the center called I think this the the center grabber who I guess tries to steal the ball and like Trennis was actually invented as a sport that's played on a rectangular court with only two tennis. players <laughs> like can like, you imagine no people don't know that like all of this is ripped off from tennis which is like a real sport <laughs> can you imagine how different history would have been if tennis had taken over instead of Trennis. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a pretty great one. Uh, there's, like, the, the Christian debunking site where they're talking about how, like, Squishers is an evil cult conspiracy, actually. And, like, you can yeah. tell it's the devil because, like, look, this one looks like a snake, and this, a snake represents Satan. So you know that... <laughs> Yeah, or oh, there's got this weird Egyptian eye. That's that's the website that is supposed to lead you to the eye of Horus cult because yeah. it specifically mentions Horus. Um, yeah. There's also one on that page that I loved. It's like this one has a star and on and a spot on its body, but it's also a pentagram. Ooh. Yep. Um, I feel bad for this a little girl who has a website about how much she loves squishers and also like her Christian prayer group. And then later, like, she, in one of the later segments, she's had to take it down. Because she's like, my mom says that, like, squishers are the devil, which is, like, not true. I love squishers, and I love hypnospace, and I'm real sad I had to take my website down. Sorry, Aww. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Parents just don't understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. True. Even, like, this is one of those games that even if you don't care about playing the actual game... It's just it, there's so much just to just look the at. Content is fun. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, I'm I'm like like very kind of un, unimpressed with like the gameplay portions of this game, but man, the content is really just spot on and wonderful. And that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like I feel like the the whole narrative and the actual gameplay segments really just exist to get you looking around and finding stuff. Yeah. That's like, fair. like they had this concept, and it's like, well, we need to do something. We, we need to make game. it a game. Yeah. So let's 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 teach you how to like successfully navigate through all of the areas, like hidden and surface level of this world, air quotes that we've created, so that you can then go out and just find more stuff. Yeah. And I think it's successful I, in that way, I guess. Yeah, and I'm sure creating stuff was also the most fun part of the dev process for this yeah. game. There's also a, um, they, they released tools so you can make your own page, and they also released a, um, a tune sequencer so that you can make your own music for it. Oh, great. So, yeah, I haven't played with those, but I know they exist. Hmm. Yeah, I just wish the, like, search function would be slightly better. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, like, you can search for pets, but you can't search for pet. Yeah. No no yeah. three-letter text and, strings. 
it has to be four characters or more, which is annoying. But yeah. like, and there's a lot of times where you think like, there should be, should be options here. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, it's because I like didn't get exactly the quite right like context of the word that I'm mm-hmm. looking for, and yeah, yeah, it's. It's a shame that the mechanical part of it kind of falls on its face a little bit. Because, like, with a little bit of extra, like, you know, design and, and mechanics polish, I feel like the game, the gameplay, like, her story was really fun to play, I felt. And I feel like this has the same potential to have, like, the play part be really fun. And, and you know, that would better showcase all of the, like, ridiculous, amazing content that's in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's a fun artifact and it's a it's a fun like sarcastically nostalgic piece on the 90s basically. Yeah, it really nails the tone like 99% of the time. I yeah. would say. <laughs> so, I feel like I feel like it does, but I'm I'm like I don't remember the 90s. Yeah, it does almost sometimes feel a little bit like mean-spirited about it Um, yeah like it's kind of making fun of this stuff in a in a like i don't know in in a loveless sort of way but not it's not too bad it's not like really aggressively like anti-nostalgia also there's way way too few pages that has unformatted text (laughs) oh fun where it's like Yeah. yeah It's way too few boring sites. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're making a game like this, you're not gonna make True. like that many boring sites because it's just so fun to do the ridiculousness. Uh, but yeah, there's some there's some real good shit buried in there. We probably missed like I'm sure everybody has like a favorite thing, and we're missing like a lot of people's favorite. Oh, <laughs> okay. There's one one more that I that I loved. It was like the uh, Western Cowboy Waste Satchel, which was a website selling leather fanny packs, but they had a customization oh, yeah. tool, so you could pick like the color or like pattern of it. You could pick like what color of like belt buckle to go on there. But there was a section for accessories, and your accessory options were uh, like pistol holsters that attached to your fanny pack. So just picture like a fanny pack with pistol holsters. One of them that had like two beer holsters that attached to it, and one of them was just antlers. A fanny pack <laughs> with giant antlers. Uh, absolutely. Yes, I would buy that. 10 out of 10 would buy. Also, speaking of buying, they also um, recently put up a, pay- a an actual real-world website where you can pre-order like some Hypnospace merch, which I think was part of the Kickstarter backers mm. backing thing. So... That's kind of cool. I might buy a pin. They have yeah. they have a stand with Gooper pin as well as like a <laughs> Hypnospace Enforcer badge, and like some T-shirts. Kyla, they I think I think one of them is a sticker sheet of Squishers. So <laughs> fun. So there's that for you. Squishers um, are really cool. Squishers are so much fun. <laughs> They're slimy, gooey animals. Something, 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 something. You collect them all. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know. I'm, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Who else has something? I have one annoying rant. 
Yes. Okay. It's nitpicky, but uh, and you didn't have a problem. But the game uses like keyboard input rather than like the inputs what the actual character is. So if you don't have an English keyboard, oh, I tried for way too long to try and do a question mark. I see. Because it's not, we we don't have the same layout of keys. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that would be a problem. Yeah, that's unfortunate. How did you work around that? Did you have to, like, find, like, an American, like, a standard English, like, American keyboard map and just I, use that, or what? I tried a bunch of buttons. Okay. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's just an oversight, or if that was, like... I could... In a game like this, I could almost see that being intentional. Um, it would be a dick move. Yeah, but... it would be a really dick move. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with oversight on that one. Yeah, I probably yeah. was just an oversight. Yeah. Huh. Oh. I'm trying to think... Did anybody read the game reviews uh, in the Freelands? Because I noticed there was like a game review magazine site in the Freelands, but I didn't investigate it in detail. I didn't. I didn't like look around the Freelands as much as I could have. I did see the Dragon Lady, and I saw the guy whose website was a spaceship, and he was like a former guitarist, but and like all the stuff that I had to do to get the clues to the accelerator. But I didn't look around Freelands that much. Yeah, no, I, I ended up looking around there a bunch when I was trying to find the, yeah. uh, like, where I was supposed to use the eye in the mm -hmm. freelance. And it's it's always annoying in a puzzle game when you, like, try and do a solution for a long time and it's not working, and then you look up the solution and you find that it's, like, basically the exact thing you were trying to do with, like, a slight variation. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. So it's like, I was trying to scour every square inch of the freelance with the eye tool and I just didn't scour the water at the bottom of the starting page. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, ugh. Yeah. It's, that is unfortunate. Um, so, yeah. No. Little, I, I wonder, like, how and how much they playtested this game. Because I feel like these sorts of puzzles are something where you need, like, a very large sample size of playtesters to actually get a good feel of, like, what hints people find and, like, what people's natural inclinations are, right? Because people think so differently that unless you've mm -hmm. seen a bunch of different people try it, you tend to err too far. Like, you get biased in favor of the, the play playtest feedback you have seen, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I would, I would say that it's probably a safe bet that they could have used more playtesting, but it was yeah. a Kickstarter game, so... Yeah, it's, it's that a was tiny probably, indie game. There's, that was like, probably limited, sense, but... Yeah. Um, which, you know, is unfortunate, but it is what it is. A fact of the reality of indie game dev. There's also a thing you can do that I've read about, that um, once you get to the end game, I think I think the context that the person like described this in was, you know, I, I got to the end game current day stuff, and I was... Like, it, it was upsetting because I knew that the crash was caused by Dylan Merchant, but apparently, like, Tim took the blame and there didn't seem to be any, like, you know, comeuppance for Dylan. So I went into the search tool and I typed in Dylan and it took them to the page that gives you the link to 
Outlaw 1.0. Oh, God, and, really? And you can just skip that entire last segment. Ooh. And apparently that also happened to some reviewers at some point, so... Yeah, that's... Hmm, okay. Yeah. Like... It's... Did they take that out of, like... Have they patched that? I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't look. Because um, it seems like that should not be downloadable until after you get the confession email. Yeah, I, I would agree. So I, I, be, I could definitely see that having been patched, but I didn't, I didn't actually look to see if it was. Um, I will I mean... say that uh, when, when I got back uh, in to the enforcement, so after Dylan fires you for being, uh, for reporting him, and then you get, you come back on like New Year's Eve, uh, when I found out that like, oh, none of the normal people are in the office, so like Dylan's probably not there. Out of spite, I just reported all of his music again. Nice. <laughs> to get the extra cash. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Dylan. Your music's still up. I'm reporting you again. Fuck you. Hell yeah. Get that hypno coin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, it definitely did succeed in get me getting me invested in like, kind of being really cheesed at Dylan, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but then as I said, like. Because I disliked him so much, I was, like, annoyed by the, like, weird, out-of-nowhere reform thing. Because also he reformed, maybe. Like, he feels guilty, but clearly not enough to have done anything useful about it. Like, admitted it before he sent a child to prison for six years. Yeah. And, like... It's also, like, you wake up 20 years later and, like, suddenly... He confesses and... And yeah, he doesn't confess until after you found enough evidence to put him in jail anyway, right? Yeah. Like, which he's clearly aware of. So, you know, a confession after it's already, you've already been caught is like not really that praiseworthy. No. That's how long he's been making that game. Yeah, apparently. I mean, probably a while, I guess, if he's as incompetent as he's made out to be which is pretty incompetent yep <clears throat> yeah I don't know so yeah A plus A, a plus content um, you know like like B, B plus story like C mechanics that's <laughs> right? fair like, that's fair yeah um, I, it, I agree with it, that. It does some things really, really well, and if you're interested in those things, it's a great game. Um, but from like a game design perspective, like I could see definitely see some people like really not liking the game because they can't forgive like some of the flaws in the design. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that plays on its aesthetics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I don't know. A lot of people. I think that sounds bad, but does a yeah. great job in like showing yeah. up really cool stuff. Exactly, like if that's the part of the game that you're into, and it's definitely the part of the game that the game wants you to be into, like then that's fine, right? Yeah. Like absolutely come just for the weird '90s stuff and use a walkthrough to get through like the puzzles. Like I think that's a totally legit way of playing this game. Yeah, or a hint system. Yeah, just yeah, or, yeah just or use a the hint system. Hint system. We, when we, like, if we post about this game again, like, post, like, by the way, if you play this game, search hint 
to get hints in game. Yeah. <laughs> like that is a thing that exists. There's I know there's a couple other like weird things that that you can search for that I remember reading about like like from the like the devs mentioned that like you can search like the devs' names and it takes you to like specific little like their own little websites or something like that. Um, I don't remember what those are actually though off the top of my head. Yeah, what I would like uh, is it would not work diegetically in terms of like how the game is structured, but it would be great to me if once you'd got the credits. Uh, that archive page just became a series of links where you could just click those pages directly to go to them. Like, if your yeah. reward for finishing the game was you get all the contents unlocked and you can just go see it, like, I think that would actually be much better than I guess you arrested Dylan, congratulations, you can keep playing if you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like that. Because then you, then you can just go see everything without having to hunt for it. Yeah, and that yeah that would be that would be what I would want to do in that end part of the game is like I would be willing after I felt like I beat it I would be willing to go check out some of the more obscure pages that I didn't find if I didn't have to actually find them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that seems like kind of a missed opportunity, but it's fine. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it is what it is. Um. And I, I I enjoyed the experience. Like I don't regret having played it. Uh, if nothing else, you know I got that shaving song yeah. out of it. So <laughs> God, it's it's such a dramatic song about shaving. It really is. Anyway, <laughs> that's one of the ones by the. Uh, the guy who lost the leg in the, the helicopter incident, Chowderman. Yeah, Chowderman. And uh, there's one part where Gil has like an in-depth analysis of the the shaving song uh, on the on the freelance. Uh, I didn't. I I must have missed that one. It's really good. <laughs> Man, so much good content in this game. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's uh let's talk about the next game we're gonna play. I guess. Yeah. I closed the window. I don't really need the window, but I'm going to open the window back up. Uh, okay, so the next game we're going to play uh, is called The Haunted Island, comma, a frog detective game, uh, which is a short little game. Pretty short. I don't remember exactly how long it is. But... Uh, the, the Steam page claims one hour. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. By uh, Grace Bruxner, who is English, I think. Um, but she she's made a lot of cool, like, cute little free games um, that you can download on itch.io. So I would recommend checking those out as well. But basically, it is a game about a mystery, and you play as a frog detective. And that's... I don't know what else I could say about it. It's cute. It looks cute. It has like weird little stylized graphics that are interesting. Yeah, it's it's got a very another weird specific... also game. Yeah. yeah, I guess also another detective game, like mystery type thing that we're playing in a row. But it's fine. We're this on a mystery is... kick. Yeah, this I is feel a very like the different... mystery genre has had like a real resurgence lately. It's like a, a strange little trend, just because it's like between like you know, Hypnospace and Outer Wilds and the. Uh, the the Obra Dinn 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and I've been watching a lot of streamers lately who have been picking up, like, uh, you know, other mystery games, like these games specifically, and also one of the streamers I watch is playing Danganronpa. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, like, I feel like somehow there's, like, a weird momentary zeitgeist for mystery games. And so well, we might as well ride it. Why yeah. not, right? It's, it's cool because, like, we've played Oberden, we've played Hypnospace Now, we played Outer Wilds. They're all, at their core, they're all mystery games, but they're all so vastly different. And, like, really are. Frog Detective is no exception. Like, it's, I love, I love what you can do with okay. the same genre and just, like, yeah. here's now for something completely different. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just ride that wave. Yeah, puzzles that are also narratives. It's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. When are we going to play a Nancy Drew game, Kyla? I know, right? <laughs> um, someday. Someday. Maybe when... There's a new one, like, slated. It's not by... It's like... I think it's by her, but it's, like, not the same group of people anymore. Mm. Um, so I'm, like, super curious. Maybe we'll play that one when it comes out. Yeah. I... Like, I've always wanted to play one of the Nancy Drew games. So I feel like we're gonna have to at some point. I, I can ask... Uh, I have a friend who's, like, got some who is pretty into it and has some family members who are like really, really into it. So I can ask her for recommendations of like yeah. which one we should play. Yeah. I think a lot of the best ones, unfortunately, like mostly walking and play by play have already covered. Yeah, probably. So. Yeah. But new one. But we <laughs> could play our own. Yes, that's true. I mean, or we could just play uh, Professor Layton, which is kind of the same thing. Oh, I'm too dumb for Professor Layton, Kyla. I can't play those games. I'm oh, no. too dumb for it. Uh, I have been playing, speaking of mysteries, a while back I bought the uh, Ace Attorney collection for the Switch. Oh, so, collection? It's it's the first three games all just bundled together for the Switch. They also have it on the DS, or 3DS, um, a version of that available. I'm super interested in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ace yeah, Attorney. I, I... I could maybe do that for the 3DS. I don't have a Switch, but, like, I, mm-hmm. I borrowed... When I played Ace Attorney, I borrowed it from a friend, and I would not mind owning that game. Yeah, it's... I don't remember how much it is. I want to say, like, maybe 20 25 bucks for the, the collection. Um, That's super cheap. That might games. And that might have been for the Switch. Or maybe the Switch one was, like, 40 I know the Switch one's more expensive because they, they like, redid the graphics for, for the Switch, basically. Um... And that's the one I got. And I kind of regret it because I don't really like the updated graphics. But um, whatever. it's It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Uh, and yeah, it's not it's, what we're uh, playing next. We're playing a Haunted 30, Island. 30 bucks for the trilogy on DS. Okay, yeah. Which, yeah, it's t- for $10 a game for, like, a series of very good games. Yeah, definitely. Like... And I, I got it. Like, there was a brief sale post-E3 uh, that Nintendo was running, so I got the Switch version for probably about the same amount. Nice. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, our next game is not that. It is The it's Haunted Frog Island, Detective. a frog detective game. Yeah. You can find it on... And it's five bucks on Steam, I think? Five bucks on Steam, and it's probably also on itch.io um, if you want to do that, which would probably give the developer more money, I, I'm assuming, yeah. if you buy it from there, <clears throat> which is always nice to do yeah if you want to if fair. you if you want to swing that extra slight inconvenience of not having it in the same place as all your other games yep. definitely uh 
sign-offs. <laughs> yeah. How you guys feel about that? Yes, let's uh, do that. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay, hello. Hi, I'm Kelso. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kelso Timebomb. Uh, you can also find podcast Twitter on Twitter at Feedback Force, where if I see that a game we've played is on sale, I will try to tweet about it. But I'm, I'm just, I am just one man and I cannot keep my eyes on everything at all times. So don't consider it an exhaustive list of sales uh, on games that we've played because we've played a lot of games. We have. You know? Uh, As it turns out, like 80 something at this point. Yeah, quite a few. Um, yeah, and if you, for whatever reason, uh, like, just randomly ran into this podcast somewhere, you can find all of our podcasts on, is it soundcloud.com slash feedback dash force, yes. I think? Yes, yes, and also on iTunes, if you search Feedback Force on iTunes, we are there yep. as well. Please rate us on iTunes, I guess, that's the thing you can do. Yes, and leave, leave a comment. I don't know how I, iTunes works. <laughs> I think that's a thing that you okay. can and should do. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Uh, I am Kyla. You can find me at Kyla underscore go on Twitter. Uh, you can find the game I'm working on at Wintermore TC. There's no E on the end of Wintermore. Some people try and spell Wintermore with an E on the end. There's no E on the end. Um, Wintermore TC for the Twitter um, I think it might just be wintermoretc.com as well. Yeah, wintermoretc.com for our website. Um, Wishlist us on Steam. We're a, we're a narrative-based tactics RPG. Um, I need to wish this on Steam. Yeah, do that. I'm trying to see uh, if I have. Yeah. Oh, I have. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, and it's about uh, a snowball tournament uh, in a, like, north northeast private boarding school in the 80s um and it's gonna be charming and fun and full of mysteries and the occasional incredibly obscure literary reference nice i cannot wait to play this game kyla just so (laughs) you know i'm glad it's okay first ever wish list (laughs) really do you just not wish list things yeah and uh i guess like free free other plug I, I can't fully endorse this yet because I have not tried it but if Peggle but an RPG sounds good to you also wishlist round guard yeah I'm gonna do that right now uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll report in next time with uh, how I feel about the beta the parts of the beta that I played nice yep. Carl? I'm Carl you can find me on Twitter at Skug3. Yay. And yeah. you, never have any, you never have any projects to promote. You need to start some projects so you can promote them. Uh, I have some projects. I just don't want to promote them yet. Okay. Okay. Gotta wait for the right time. That's fair. Reasonable. You, you get away with it this time, Carl. <laughs> we'll let it slide, <laughs> I guess. Um, all right. Thanks for listening to our podcast, folks. Yeah, well, uh, you have two weeks to, to play that Frog Detective game, and then you can come back and uh, listen to us talk about that, or talk about it with us. Just message us if you want to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah. Message us even if you don't want to be a guest on the podcast. We like messages. Just talk yeah. to us. Yeah, Jeez. you can just say hi. Yeah. It's fine. We don't bite. Please do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you recipes for garlic bread, maybe. 
I don't know. Garlic and bread. Garlic, yeah. And, and butter. butter. And maybe some herbs if you want them in there. So that's basically what I do. The herbs are optional. Yeah. I like Although, God, here's one for free. We do a cheesy garlic bread the way they do it on Pinterest, uh, which normally I'm not advocating for Pinterest crafts, but oh my God. If you do the one where you get like a big round loaf of bread, oh. and you cut it in like a checkerboard, but you don't cut all the way through the bottom crust, yeah. and then you fill the checkerboard like slices with cheese and butter and garlic, and then you bake it, it's amazing. I've seen that and I've never tried it, but now I might have to try that. I make garlic bread like yeah. twice a month, so might, yeah, might have do that, to do we that. We do that cheesy garlic bread whenever we're having people over for soups. Mm. Uh, we make that as a side, and oh man, it is very popular. It's a good, it's a good thing. Sounds like a good thing. Anyway, All right, that yeah, one, that and more. If you contact us <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, Bye. Goodbye. Bye.